Welcome to the Marriage Cafe, where marriage is come alive through the Word of God. With your host, Bishop William Pittman and Prophetess Sarah Pittman. Now get yourself a cup of something special and enjoy your time in the Marriage Cafe.
God just wanted us to stay on the same path as last week. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we minister to couples and stuff like that, and things come out during the week. Yes. And yeah, we and, talked you know, about sex and those kind of things. Like we had a few things that we kind of yeah. went over and different behaviors and stuff. So, yes. so mm -hmm. we get a message by you know, like what we go through all week or who we talk to and stuff like that. Yes. And we see a lot of people tonight is like a lot of people self sabotage. Uh, having self-sabotaging behavior. Yes. And what it is, that's what we want to talk about tonight. Yes. Self-sabotaging behavior. behavior. Yes. Yes, because sometimes we can get into, well, you explain it. Yeah. Sometimes you, <laughs> uh, sometime people mess up their own it's not just in a relationship, it's in business, it's in family. Mm -hmm. And you got some people in your family, they just sabotage you know whatever they they just mess things up yeah whatever they and they don't even they realize doing. that they doing it right whatever you they put, get their hands on or put their mind to yeah. um can become a a, a, a a situation where they self-sabotage because they don't believe in themselves they don't have faith in themselves they don't have love self-love and and and, and self-confidence and so sometimes when you don't have any of those things, you will sabotage the thing that you say you love or the thing that you say you want or desire. Right? Yeah. So all we want to deal with this tonight. So we want to so deal with God this would, Yeah. So God wouldn't let me go forward. I, I wanted um, Pastor Loretta to read this because um, okay. there's 10 things here. And this going to set the stage right here, what we're talking about tonight. And a lot of people, let me say it again, a lot of people, it's mindset, it's attitude, mm -hmm. and it's your thought process. Yes. And that's, some people don't even realize that they sabotage mm -hmm. themselves. Yes. Self-sabotaging. Self-sabotaging. themselves. Yes. So, okay. So I'm going to read from Proverbs 14 and 1, and it says, Every wise woman build her house. But the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. That's what the foolish one does. And it says here, we as women, and, and I put this sometimes in our um, in the group, and it says we as women and wives are the biggest influences in our homes and with our husbands, our kids, our, our, in our marriages, in our relationships. And we should not be bringing strife, jealousy, negativity, or anything into our home that should not be there. Um, because it tears down our home when we do that. And sometimes if we're feeling negative about ourselves, if we're not feeling self-confident about ourselves, and if we're not feeling worthy of love and worthy of blessings and worthy of, um, you know, whatever it is that God got for us, we sometimes will bring negativity into our home by talking to our spouses about things that, you know, we're not confident about. And the next thing you know, it blows up to be an argument or a disagreement or it comes off as negative and, and all of those things. And even in our behavior, those things can come off as negative. So, All right. So we're dealing with that. And so we're going to talk from, um, we're going to give you 10 top, the top 10, uh, top 10 things that turn off our spouses when we're not feeling, uh, when we're self-sabotaging ourselves. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go there first or you yeah, want to go there no, first? Yeah, go ahead and read that. All right, okay, so number one is going to be insecure, okay? Insecurity. If you have insecurity in your life, if it's in, in on you, anyway, let me read. Let me go to insecurity. Let's read that. It says, the man or woman who can constantly needs reassurance of self-worth from a partner can wear out even, even the most devoted lover. We all have moments of insecurity, but they shouldn't be lasting and re uh, recurrent. In other words, reoccurring. So we shouldn't have constant um, insecurity in our in our lives and in our relationship. Yep, that's um, it's good tonight because really, not even just in your relationship, in your business, mm -hmm. in your family, mm -hmm. in your own life. Mm -hmm. You know, insecurities, a lot of us have that, you know, in certain areas. It's not, we're not just talking about relationships tonight. What it is, I believe God is trying to get us to, um, God was dealing with me. I know I talk a lot about building a house, mm -hmm. building a relationship, building yes. a business. When you have this uh, insecurity and stuff like that, you got to build up. Let me say it this way. You got to know who you are. Yes. 
even like when you are in the body of Christ and you know the Lord, right? Let's mm -hmm. go this way. Let's mm -hmm. go this direction with this. Say you know the Lord, but you go out in the world and you start talking to people. And mm -hmm. if you're not really sure, if you're insecure about your relationship with God, anybody can tell you anything. You know, as people say, yeah, I know the Lord, I know the Lord. Mm -hmm. Or they talk about this higher power and all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you really know God, you're not just going to let them tell you anything. You know, you're not just going to be, uh, you know where you stand with God. So they, whatever they say, if you know it's not right, you're not going to go that direction. But if you're insecure about your relationship with God, you know, you can go anyway. Yes. You start believing whatever they said or whatever instead of knowing God for yourself. You right. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got to be secure about yourself. But that insecurity, that's uh, you self-sabotaging yourself. Yes. That's a behavior that we need to work on. I think the night why God gave me this, because I was talking to my wife about this, and I was saying how, you know, sometimes we don't take the time out to listen to a person, mm -hmm. hear a thing, mm -hmm. and then learn how to respond. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whoever teach you how to respond, if a person says this, you respond this way. Right. Or if you see a person acting like a certain way, and if you learn that person or see how that person is or whatever, or that behavior, that's, this is what psycho psychologists do. Right. They learn that behavior or whatever your actions you do, and then they say, okay, this person is this, this person is that. Right. Okay, what I'm saying tonight, how many times... How many of us take the time to get to know ourselves yes. and say if you have this insecurity mm -hmm. or, or sometimes you don't even know until somebody tell you. Right. You know, or bring it out of you. Yeah, you know. You know, because you could be having a conversation with a person or somebody could be asking you a question and then your insecurity come out because you don't need to know the answer or you don't know how to answer it. Yes. And so your insecurity will start to show. And then once your insecurity shows, what a person does is if they don't know or they're not sure about something somebody's asking them, they'll crawl back into their shell. And then it'll come off as negative to other people when really they were either embarrassed because they didn't understand it or they were embarrassed because they didn't know how to answer it or insecure because they didn't know how to answer it. And then, like you said, when it mm -hmm. happens, you're insecure, you shut down, or yes. you talk too fast, or mm -hmm. you say the wrong things. Yes. Tonight, we want to help each other tonight, yes. because that's what we're doing. We, it's teaching, and yes. God is dealing with us in this area, Yes. because plenty of times, I said the wrong thing and put my foot in my mouth, or you mm -hmm. go to court and the judge asks you, what happened, Mr. Pittman, or whatever, mm -hmm. and then you say all this other stuff, and it's nothing well, to do the with what the judge right. wanted you to say, I right. mean, you know, what they was looking for. Mm -hmm. So what it is, even when you go on an interview, if you prepare yourself for the interview, or you got, you've been, uh, you took up this trade or whatever, mm -hmm. when you go there, you secured because you've been, this is what I do. Yes. And this is what we're trying to get to you tonight. Whatever you're doing, if it's a business, if it's a relationship, uh, whatever, if whatever it may be tonight. Yeah, if it's your marriage, you need to work on this. Yes. Work on you because mm -hmm. I, I need to throw this in there because this this word keeps coming up mm -hmm. that we are gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. We're gatekeepers to our home. Mm -hmm. Gatekeepers to our marriage. We're gatekeepers to our job. Yes. You know, our business or whatever relationships we are in. Mm -hmm. Be your own gatekeeper. That's yes. the key tonight. Mm -hmm. Take responsibility for your own actions. Yes. So sometimes, don't always get all upset and get mad because somebody is saying something to you or you didn't take it the right way. Or, or you, you didn't, didn't feel secure right about way. it. Yeah. You didn't so, feel secure enough to, to answer it correctly. Yeah. So tonight, when you... Don't take it negative. When you didn't respond or handle that the right way, you you need to just step back and be the gatekeeper and say, you know what? Man, I need to deal with this. I need to learn how, if this situation come up again, I'm going to know how to answer time. it and know yes. how to handle it. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me to say, also, too, if you have an insecurity, it is not your husband or wife's fault because of your insecurity. Because you even got men out there that's insecure, too. This is not just on the women tonight. Yes. So we're also talking to the men. Because mm -hmm. men can bring stuff in their house, too, to tear their house down. Uh -oh. So, you know, we're dealing with you, too, men. So if you have an insecurity, it is your problem. It is not your wife's problem. If you have an insecurity, wife, it is not your husband's problem. It's your problem. So you need to take it to God in prayer and ask God to help you to become more secure in you. 
not in your not in your partner, not in your spouse. Don't put all your insecurities on your spouse and expect for them to help you with that because that's not going to work. That, they can't help you with that. That's something you have to make a decision on and stop blaming them for your insecurity. And you know you can run a person away from you because of that? Because you're so insecure about you, you can run that person right on out of your life and it would be your fault, not theirs, because you did not deal with your own insecurity. Okay. So you have to deal with now that. Now let me go there. Mm -hmm. I love what you just said. You just set the foundation All right. right here. And this is the deal. Mm -hmm. The Bible says this. The Bible says the woman is the weaker vessel, right? Mm -hmm. God has been dealing with me with the weaker vessel. Don't make her less than a man. But the weaker vessel, you know, even in the physical, a woman is not as strong as a man. That's right. We know that, right? Yes. But... Let me read this to you here, Matthew 12, 29. It all plays a part. We know the woman is the weaker vessel, mm -hmm. but it says Matthew 12, 29, or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man mm. and then he will spoil his house? Yes. And what I'm saying, if you're an insecure person, man, mm -hmm. a man, and we always talk about this, my wife, you it's not about a man's physician. Yes. This is the deal. And I was talking to my wife earlier. Adam and Eve was in the garden. Mm -hmm. Adam, why Satan, the enemy, didn't come after Adam? Mm -hmm. Because Adam knew his position. Mm -hmm. But it was the woman, which was the weaker vessel. And remember this. Think about this. Satan was in heaven with God. Mm -hmm. Satan knows you're the weaker vessel. Knows yes. that the woman is the weaker vessel. So yes. he was in heaven. Why he don't know. Mm -hmm. So he knows this. So what I'm trying to tell you tonight. Satan plays on our weaknesses. Or the man or woman. Mm -hmm. He plays on your weaknesses. How can the strong man get in? You think he don't know? He knows your weaknesses. So if you got that insecurity there. He's going to keep coming through that door. Mm -hmm. Why? That's why God is trying to tell us tonight. You need to start being the gatekeeper. Yes. If you're the one at the gate. That means you're supposed to be watching. Yes. You know. And stop going around like this. A lot of this stuff that we go through. These insecurities is rooted and grounded in us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was from the. You know. When you was a child. Or, yes. Or things happened yeah, in your life. While traumatic. you was young. Yeah, and, and you can't handle these situations mm -hmm. now. So what it is, this is how the strong man keep getting in. Yeah. Because you let him in. And you got to deal with that hurt. Yes. Deal with that trauma. Deal with whatever that was that allowed that insecurity mm -hmm. in the first place uh, to actually come in. Because you, you, got to, you got to fix that. Because sometimes we go through some things as children, you know, whether it be sexual abuse, whether it be physical abuse, mental, whatever it is. And then we grow up and it grows up with us. And it goes right into our adult life and into our adult relationships. And then we don't know why we having this problem. But if we go back and look at where it began and close, go back and close the door, shut that door, lock it, nail it, and, uh, and then move on from that. You know, you have to do that. Meaning forgive the person, even if you don't go to them, but you go to God in prayer and you forgive that person for things they've done to you to open that door of insecurity. And then you choose. Because it's, you know, choose, you have to choose your happiness. And so if you want to be secure, you have to choose security. Just, you know, don't look for it in your husband or your wife. Look for security within you and God, you know. And that's where it got to be. Your, your security should lie in God. And then asking God to open and, you know, close any doors or help you to close any doors that you shouldn't have open in order to keep that security secure. You know. Yep. Right? Yep. All right, ready? Yeah, next one. All right, number one. two. That's the number. The number two is possessiveness. Oh my God, this is a good one. Possessiveness. A little jealousy now and then might be perceived as flattering. Okay, but the partner who is persistently possessive and jealous makes us feel imprisoned, not loved. That is so good. And some people, you know what they would be, oh, you know what they goodness. would say on that? They would say, oh, you know, I just want to, you know, just be around you all the time. Or, you know, I just want to keep an eye on or you. Or I just love you. Yeah. You're just my everything. Yeah. You got to watch people who say that. That everything. You should never be anybody's everything. Mm -hmm. God should be your everything. And sometimes that's back to the... the what what that on is the insecurity. Now you want to be possessive because now you don't trust the person or you you always you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And what it is, if you secure it in yourself, 
you're not worried about being possessive. You don't own this person anyway. Mm -hmm. This person can go and come. Mm -hmm. In any relationship you in, you're not, you know, you in this together. Yes. You know, you're working together as a team. That's mm -hmm. how you got to look at it. I don't own you. You don't own me. We're working together as a team. And, and, and I'm not, I'm free. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not possessive. I, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't own you. Yes. You're free to go and come when you want to. That's and that's right. what a, when you're in a relationship like that, don't nobody own anybody. That's right. You're free to come and go. When you get married, you do that. You're doing that because you love each other. Mm -hmm. And you want to be together and you spend time together. It's not a job. It's not control. It's not possessive. And you don't have no insecurity. That's why you, I tell everybody in the beginning, you got to build trust. Communication builds trust. Yes. And what it is, you learn how to communicate with this person. This mm -hmm. person want to go here. You want to go there. You come in agreement and you go together. Yes. And, yes. And, and you don't worry about it. It's telling you here when you so possessive, you 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 jealous, and then you imprison this person. Yeah. You're making this person feel like you're the you know, warden. Yeah. And it's like you they a child. Yes. And whatever you say go. Yes. You know, and you can't have that. That can't be in a relationship if you love somebody. No, you don't own person, nobody. Yeah, because that person, if they gonna leave you, they gonna leave you anyway. That's right. They gonna leave you by from being so insecure and possessive and all that. Yeah. And that's why I believe God want us to talk about the, these ten things tonight because it's setting a foundation. Because a lot of us think, you know what? A lot of people think uh, they know everything. Can't tell them that yes. I'm doing it the right way. Yes. Just because you've seen your parents do it that way, because mm -hmm. you feel it's the it's the right way, that don't mean it's the right way That's with right. this person. That's right. You know, everybody is not the same. This person may be a nice person. Everybody else you've been through mm -hmm. might be mean, try to take advantage of you, mm -hmm. and, and you looking at everybody this way. Everybody is not the same. No. You know what I'm saying? No. So and you got to get to know your spouse or the person that you you dealing with. Yes. Because like like I said, everybody's not the same. They're not, yeah. But. And you can't walk around acting like everybody, uh, you know, everything that your spouse or your partner do, you have to be there. You have to know about it. You have to be involved in it. You have to you have to know every aspect of it and all of these things. It's like you know, everybody deserves their space. Everybody deserves a little time from each other sometimes. Even if you're married, you definitely need your own time. The wife needs time to, to do whatever the wife does. You know, some self-love, some self-care sometimes for her. And that husband needs some self-love and some care sometimes for himself as well. Like prayer time with the Lord. Laying out before God. You know, getting his instructions for what the he supposed to do as far as how to guide the family. We need to not want to be with each other all the time. And yes. then to the point of having that possessive going on like oh what you doing or where you going or you know who you talking to and all this kind of stuff if you got to do all that <laughs> you need to be by yourself because there's no reason to have to get into a relationship with somebody and have to question them constantly like you are a, a warden that's basically what it, what it is and you when you do that you don't understand with men they take it as oh you're treating me like a child i don't need to be re-raised you can't re-raise a grown person. You Two people, when they get married and they come together, they get married and do it because they both wanted to be with each other, not because you made them. Yes, that's the key. Yep. Okay, so we got to calm down on this possessive behavior and jealousy and being jealous of everybody. Sometimes you, some folks are even jealous of their family members. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now, I can see if your family member was coming on to your man or doing this or doing that, you know, then that's something you need to address with that family member. But if you know your spouse and you know they're not that kind of person and stuff like that, there's no reason for you to act that way or be that way is what I'm saying. There's no reason, you know, for that to happen. Unless I said, like I said, if you see it, you see some behavior coming from a family member towards your spouse, then okay, yeah, you step to them and you let them know. You know, this is unacceptable. But to just be, you know, mad at your spouse and jealous about something that happened and that wasn't their fault that it happened, and yet you bring an argument into your home because of it, you're wrong. You're dead wrong when it comes to that. All right, let's go on. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. All right, number three. Um, excessive nurturing. Oh, my God, this one is good. Excessive nurturing? All right, it says back to the mama part. Okay, I know I'm trying to do that, but you didn't know that. I don't want it there. I wanted it where it was. All right, okay, all right, okay. I wanted it where it was. It says this has traditionally been a female flaw because of social conditioning. 
Excessive nurturing makes a man feel mothered. Do we hear that? Oh my God. Mothered and smothered. When he has the flu, he might appreciate this. Otherwise, he might tire of it. The same goes for a woman who is being smothered by an overly attentive man. That's too much. You know what? How do that's the, good. the question is how do people get that way? Like like when you come together, you know you know. I believe it may come from the beginning when you first meet a person. You're hanging around them all the time. You're spending all that time. Mm -hmm. And you love you, W, and all that. And you're calling each other. And mm -hmm. all the time you put it in the beginning. Yes. And then when it goes, you started getting, uh, going to work and, and maturing. You know, you got to mm -hmm. live life, taking care of family and the kids and all that. Yes. And it, it starts to get too much. Yes. You know what I'm saying? When you got somebody constantly on you, clean up this or do that or do that. Right. When a person get grown, it's, it's, you know, you can work, you work these things out. Yes. You know, just because you didn't do it uh, when they want you to do it. Yes. You, he's going to get around to it. Now, some people do procrastinate about things. Mm -hmm. So, you got to learn how, if you took this on, this, this really, a lot of stuff that goes on is because you didn't do your homework on this person in the beginning. Yes. And, you know, and, and then... You gotta learn how to just let people, you know, put things in places back to that, um, you know, communicating with each other, saying, yes. "Hey, you know, I don't like you doing this." When you're in a relationship, some things you're not gonna like that the other person is doing. Yeah. So you say, "Hey, babe, can you work on that?" You grow on that, and then the average person gonna say, "You know what? I can work if you come the right way and you know how to talk to a person." Yes. They will change. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like. You don't have to force somebody to change. I'm in this in this relationship. Hey, babe, on Friday, can let's can we go together and clean the car out? Yes. Or can we uh, we you know do some work around the house or whatever it may be? It's how you come to a person, and you can't just throw it at them because we grown. And then you gotta see if you're the like I said tonight. If you're the gatekeeper of your home or whatever situation it may be, you gotta learn how to be considerate. Things yes. are not gonna always go. The way you want it to go, so yes. you got to be considerate and say, "Okay, yeah, we can work on this another day. It don't have to be today. I see you tired tonight. Let's mm -hmm. work on this tomorrow, yes. or I'll cook today." You see what I'm saying? Right. Every compromise. relationship, yeah, yeah. and that's what a lot of people don't know. How and to it's do. also the way a person talks to a person. Yes. Because if you're not respectful of your man, or you're not respectful of your wife, and you come to them like you are their mother, because mm -hmm. you're talking to them in a tone that is not respectable then that's how they're going to feel. They're going to feel smothered and mothered, okay? So, and just like a woman can feel, you know, smothered by her husband, depending on what kind of man, you know, her husband is. If you got some husbands that shower their wives with love and devotion constantly and all these kind of things, and sometimes those women, they don't always, some women like it, some women don't. Yes. You know, they don't want that all the time. They want a man that is confident in himself, the same as a man wants a woman confident in herself. Don't no man want a woman that's constantly babying him like he's a baby. He's going to go out there and find a woman, if that's the case, that, that's, that's confident about herself. Uh, a, a, a man wants a woman that knows how to be a strong, confident, sexy, and fierce woman. And know how to handle her business whether he's there or not. And that's what kind of women that men, most men, look for. They don't want no weak woman crying all the time about this that or what have you and always got a problem and an issue and can't never get it together you a mess that means you got to get you together because if you want to be in a relationship with a strong man it takes a strong woman to be in a relationship with a strong man you know don't know man like i said want a weak woman and and a lot of men you know a lot of women don't want no weak husband well, and a lot of, like you said, a okay. lot of men don't want a weak one. Yeah. Woman. But some men, there is some men out there that like that. Mm -hmm. But you got to, back to what I said, you got to, you know, you got to find this out in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if if your wife or your, or the person you're dating is needy or uh, insecure about themselves, low mm -hmm. self-esteem or whatever. This yes. stuff like this, you're supposed to find out in the beginning mm -hmm. before you get in a real relationship with this person. Yes. And then know what you want and yes. what you're looking for in mm -hmm. a person. You want a strong woman to hold her own, stand on her own feet, two feet, and handle her business and know how to talk and do, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of men don't want a, a woman they got to uh, babysit all the time. That's Just right. like this here it says, you know, excessive, uh, this person is excessive about it, you know. Uh, nourishing him, and you know, no, no man want to be 
uh, re-raised. No. You know, <laughs> he wants to be, he's the man. Yes. He don't want to be, um, be littered at any time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's for women to allow a man to be a yes. man. Yes. And a man should know he a man. Yes. We shouldn't have to be worried. that The man shouldn't have to be worried about having to be a man. The man should already mm -hmm. be a man. <laughs> you shouldn't have to be their mama. And nobody wants somebody around. Every time you turn around and do something, it's a flaw in there. You know, they want to talk about you, you know, that uh, you're not doing it right. Yes. You're not saying it right. Putting your man down all the time, that's definitely not going to work. Right. You know, and the woman person. is to, and really, you're supposed to build up each other. Build that's, each other up. That's what you're doing, not tearing each other down. Yes. You're building each other up. You're happy to spend time with each other. Mm -hmm. You love each other. You appreciate each other. And then, you know, back to what I was saying about that weaker vessel, mm -hmm. the man is supposed to honor the wife because she is the weaker vessel. Not yes. that she's less than him. Right. It's that I'm supposed to be that protector. Because that's the position you hold. Exactly. That's the position that a man holds. Mm -hmm. that because that's the position God put them in. They are yes. to they are to protect. You know, that's what mm -hmm. y'all do. Y'all protect. Y'all right. y'all y'all even serve your wife. You are served to protect. You do the same thing the police do. Except for, you know what I mean? You just don't carry a badge. You don't have to carry all that because God has already given you that position. So we as wives should be uh, accepting of that. If our husband is concerned about what we might be doing or where we might be going, you know, it's for us to respect them enough to let them know this is where I'm going. This is what I what I'm going to be doing today. And especially if you're not hiding anything, if you're not out there doing thing doing anything you shouldn't be doing. You know, I want to know where my husband is. I want my husband to know where I'm at if I'm if I left the house. You know, and it's not because I'm keeping an eye on him or he's keeping an eye on me. It's just that he's protecting me and, and I want to make sure he's protected. You know, even though I know he can protect himself. We should be able to exchange that information without it being obsessive. Yes. Without it being jealous and anger and all this stuff. And, oh, I'm trying to make sure what he's doing and where he's going and what who is he talking to. And We shouldn't be having to do all that. If you got to do all that in your marriage and in your relationship, then that is not a relationship you need to be in. Either that or you need to definitely take a step back and work on you. Because, yes. like I said, it is not your spouse's problem if you have an issue with any of these that we're talking about tonight. And we just talked about insecurity, we're talking about possessiveness, and, and now we just dealt with, uh, yeah, that possessiveness was the second one. So if you have a problem with those things, uh, right, excessive nurturing. You have to make sure that if you have a problem with those, that you fix that within you. Don't blame your spouse, because it's not their fault. Number four. Number four. All right. Spying. Okay, how many of y'all guilty of that one? Spying. Um... He unexpectedly shows up at the restaurant where she's meeting, uh, where she's meeting a group of women, friends, or he or she is routinely searching uh, the pockets of their uh, spouse as they fall asleep, pondering, and uh, um, <laughs> that is so crazy right there. <laughs> Okay, pondering and uh, meaning behind unfamiliar matchbooks and covers and credit card receipts and, you know, like smothering, spying is also a big love turn off. Okay, a man or a woman don't want to be dealing with that. You are suspicious about everything they do. You, you're checking their pockets. You're checking their wallet. You're checking their phones. You know what I mean? You got a lot of people want to be in their person, in their spouse's phone, or or in their the person that they're dating. They want to be all up in their phone and different things and stuff like that. Yeah, you, you know, have to trust this person that you with. That's what uh you were saying on this stalking. Mm -hmm. That's like stalking. It's like person. stalking. You yes. spying. You and a no one in a marriage mm -hmm. should be spying on anybody because the deal is that's building, a stalker. Then yeah. building that trust. Mm -hmm. If you got trust in the in your marriage. And the person don't give you any signs that they out there cheating or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you should be able to talk to your husband. You know if somebody's cheating yes. or somebody's doing wrong or somebody's stealing from you or whatever it may be. And you start spying on this person. You know, that's that's not marriage. That's not being in a committed, trust trusting relationship. Because not once, you know, in our home, we leave our wallet around, our wallet around, mm -hmm. our purse or whatever. Nobody steals anything in this house. No. And even when they was young, my children never stole. No. Because you know, I can tell you this know, They really got they butt whooped. That's right. One thing, I and you are so true and so good about saying that, because mm -hmm. when people come to my house and they leave something in my house, wherever they left it, it's going to be there when they come back. Mm -hmm. 
it's always there when they come back. I never had, and you're right, we never had that problem even when our kids were little to have taken something from us and did what they wanted to do with it or whatever. They've never done anything like that. I can honestly say that about my children. I'm so grateful for that. But people tell tell me to this day, you know why I love coming to y'all house because if I leave something here, it's still there when I get back. And they are right. It is still there and intact when they come back to get it. We don't even bother it. Yeah, because that's the way you should raise your children. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody left something that's not theirs. Yeah. So you got to teach them that way because if they feel as though they can take from their parents what you think they'll do when they go out in the street mm -hmm. or other people home. Yes. They're going to steal from them. Yes. So that's a pattern. That's something you... Uh, I see nowadays a lot of people, you know, you're sowing those seeds. The mm -hmm. seeds you sow is hard as you're going to reap. You just let them start at home talking back to you, cussing you out and doing these things. Ain't no kids got no business doing that. So we got to watch how we raising our children. And but back to the relationship, <laughs> what I'm saying, I'm just saying right, spying is still, it's back to what we were talking about, spying. Mm -hmm. So if a person, you know, that shouldn't even be in a relationship. You shouldn't have to spy on anybody. You're grown. So even if you're breaking up, you should know how to come together and say, hey, you, you know. should be in knowing how to control yourself. Yeah, whatever okay. it may be. You control grown man, you. grown woman. Control so. you because you should not even do all that in order to be in a committed marriage or a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Should not have to stalk anyone. Nope. You ready? Yep, number five. All right, number five is also moping. Oh, oh my God. Moping. Moping. Who wants to be around the man or woman who's always down? You hate uh, you hate your boss, the political system, health care, and everything else. And you think it's all about least or um, you think it's all at least partially responsible for your sorry life. <laughs> Don't look down, but your partner's love is burning out. A person don't want nobody moping. Come on, you want to get into that one? Yep. Well, that's the whole thing. You back to being the gatekeeper. You the gatekeeper. You see you going in a negative direction, and and you talk negative all the time. You need to see that in yourself. Mm -hmm. and be like, man, I need to change this. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Nobody wants a woman or like you said, a man or a woman moping all the time. You get up every day, you negative. I'm not gonna make it or. What are we going to do about this situation? No, you need to wake up. Some days you need to wake up positive. Mm -hmm. Having a positive attitude mm -hmm. and a mindset. And it's just your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because you shouldn't wake up negative every day or moping around the house or mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Because you can change every day you wake up. Thank God, most of all, that he woke you up. Mm -hmm. And then you can always change your direction. You can go another direction. You don't have to be negative. You change be your positive. outlook. That's right. Change you your know, outlook on what positive. you're thinking about for the day. Because mm -hmm. I used to always tell um, my husband and my sons, like when they would leave out for work, mm -hmm. go and have a positive day. Like, yes. don't think of your job or your work as negative today. Turn it around and be positive in the thing that you're doing. Because it's all about how you perceive it. If you go in every day negative, then guess what? You're going to have a day, negative day every day. Yes. But if you turn it around and say, you know what? Not today. We're not going to let this get to me today. I'm going to have a positive day. It will be positive. And then you won't be a person moping around and, and, and like, oh, feeling sorry for yourself all the time and things not working out for you. It's all because of what you're saying. Because even the Bible says, whatsoever a man uh, saith, so is he. Whatever you believe, whatever you perceive it to be, yes. that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen to you. You know, so you have to. Yeah, you, what you're saying is good. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, no, but the whole thing is, too, who wants to be around somebody yeah. that's moping? Mm -hmm. So we know we don't want that. That's a turn-off. Yeah, it's a total turn-off. In any relationship. Yes. You know, even at work, you go to work, you negative all the time. People don't want to be around you. Yes. Wherever you go out, you negative, right. people don't want to be around you. So yep, so whatever you believe you in, what is going to be? Change that mindset. Change your mindset. Yep. All right. Um, also, controlling. Uh -oh. Okay, that's controlling, a that's a big one. If you have to have your way all the time, your mm -hmm. partner probably feels limited to two response choices. Struggle for power or give up the struggle and, and acquiesce. And either option is unsatisfactory. So in other words, give up the struggle and just go off and do his own thing. Mm -hmm. 
or you know either one of those are unsatisfactory uh in other words conditions to actually be in uh or to have going on it's unsatisfactory either one of those whether the person top stop struggling with you and just go on and do their own thing anyway because sometimes you'll get into a relationship with a person who is controlling and then that person will get sick and tired of the control because it is a constant fight between two people who's trying to be in control of each other or or you know the husband and the wife they both trying to be that number one person or that man in the relationship when the husband is the man okay the woman should understand that and know that and take her place but a lot of times some women step into their husband's position and they want the control of it all or they in a, a job where they're in control and they bring that control home to the husband because you're in a top position you're a boss you know at what you do and because you are a boss now you want to boss over your husband too and so that becomes a spirit of control and then that husband will shut down okay and go on and do his own thing i just kind of talked about that the other day about how a husband don't want no wife that knows it all can do it all is it all and you know and perceive things the way she wants to perceive things and look at it and say oh this is what it is you know i think a person is really crazy to uh create a condition and then say this is true about how this person is or how this person feel and then go ahead with it and, and, and make it true in their own mind and actually flow with whatever their decision is going to be. I think that is a crazy person that does stuff like that because we cannot sit there and say, oh, this is what you are doing. This is what is happening in your life. You know, that's not fair to anybody. And that even then, that even spills over into friendships. I'm sorry, but it does. Yeah. It spills over into friendships where you are in a relationship with a friend and that friend thinks they know you so well that they, they even tell you what you're doing. And, and, and you can't tell them nothing. Nothing at all. You get, they can't receive nothing. They, don't, they know everything. Okay, they know everything. Okay, you can't tell them nothing. And whatever you do tell them, they already know about it. So they don't need you to tell them again about it. That is not, that's a spirit of control. That's what that is. Yeah. Go ahead, baby. Well, you know, you got people like that. that try to That's a spirit of control. And nobody's in control of everything. And it's not even, when you know yourself, you don't have to be um, trying to control people or the situation or whatever it may be. Just let things go. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're not, most of the time, you're trying to win. That's what a controlling person does. They're uh -huh. trying to win and make uh, make themselves look bigger. Yes. They, they got a self-esteem problem. Yes, whatever low self-esteem, you know, insecurity. Yeah, exactly. All those so things. So all the, they are talk like they, So they know, make themselves bigger than what they are or more important than what exactly. they are, and you don't have to do that. And the average person like that, when you control it and you think you know everything, they don't know everything. They don't. That, that's insecurity. They got a problem. Yes. Like somebody trying to make them look smaller or whatever. Yes. No, you don't have to be that. Mm -hmm. Somebody, there's always somebody that know more more than you. Yeah. Somebody can teach you something. Yeah. If you just learn how to listen. And, and yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that quiet, can, sometimes. Yeah, because that can come from childhood too. Mm -hmm. You with, a, uh, let's say you have a, a, a parent in your life or a step parent in your life, somebody that steps into your life and they are educated and sometimes they'll tell you you're stupid. You know? You know, say you're dumb, you're stupid, you this, you that, you know, different things. And, and it's to make themselves feel bigger and feel better. And then you grow up feeling and thinking that that's what you really are because this is what you were told. And then you have that insecurity that you don't know everything somebody else knows. And so now you've done created a situation where now you want to make somebody else feel stupid. So let me, let me act like I know everything. So that I don't feel stupid and no, you're not going to make me feel that way because I'm going to learn and know things. And once I learn and know things, then I'm going to lord it over you. And that's how that happens as a child. They grow, you grow up with that and the next thing you know, you're doing that to other people. Yes. And the same thing that was done to you by that parent or whatever as you, when you were growing up, now you're doing that same thing. You don't grow up to do the same thing to somebody else. And that's not cool. Mm -hmm. Not good at all. Not good behavior. Not good. Period. Bottom line. To anybody so you know yeah that's a spirit of control and then you're in a relationship with somebody and you're trying to control everything that they do no they can't do this no they can't go there what do you think no nope, it's not gonna work period yeah yeah <laughs> so nobody's gonna you know nobody's gonna stay in a relationship that you're trying to control everything they do that's not gonna work period mm -hmm. so we can just we can just move on from that.
All right. All right. Number seven. Number seven, lying. Okay, lying. Okay, inevitably, you will get caught in your lies. Once your partner no longer trusts you, the relationship is headed for burnout fast. Yep. Lying. Yes. Really, once a person knows you're a liar, Mm -hmm. you can't be trusted. Most of the time when you break trust, it's hard to get that back in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I tell everybody in the beginning, trust is like really one of the keys to any relationship. Because if you, you can't trust a person, it's going to be hard to person constantly lying. Who want to be in a relationship like that? Mm-hmm. That's really go hand in hand with somebody controlling you mm-hmm. and lying and spying. All these, all these what we're talking about tonight mm-hmm. is what a person, what a woman or a man shouldn't be doing in mm-hmm. a relationship. Yes. You know, you self-sabotaging. This is the behavior you learn. Mm-hmm. And this is what you got to get out of, this behavior. Yes. And that's what we're trying to work with you. I believe that's what God is dealing with us tonight and going through these 10 things because God wants you to see yourself. Because mm-hmm. some people think what they do, what they say is right in their own eyes. Mm-hmm. A man, sometimes when he do things, he only he think it's right in his own eyes. But the word, what we're talking to you tonight, these nobody want to be moping around a moping person, spying person, controlling person. And, and definitely not a lying person. Mm-hmm. You know, who wants a, a liar be married to a liar? Mm-hmm. Everything you say. But that's why I tell you, you got to do your homework in the beginning. Get to know these people before you talk about marrying them. Yes. Know what you're getting in bed with. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Um, number eight, disregard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Disregard. Number eight. It says he's always for, he always late. Uh, forgets to call, neglects to pick up the video or whatever, the stakes, whatever it is you ask them to pick up. And they won't put themselves out, uh, and she won't put herself out to be nice uh, to his mother or boss or best friend. Or she will never pick up a check or who can feel loved by these people, you know. So disregard. In other words, no no respect for a person's time, yes. um, energy, love, uh you know, uh, things that they have to do. You know, just totally disregard that. Like, okay, what you have to do and what you have to say is not important. Everything that they want to do and everything they want to say and everything they want to be involved in is important. You yeah. With that? Well, you know, disregarding, that's, this is really a key to it mm-hmm. in a marriage. Because when you, you don't want to listen to your husband or you don't want to listen to your wife, you just disregard what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's the case, then you shouldn't even be in a marriage or a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because really, that's what, when you care about somebody, you know, you take the time out to say, okay, babe, I know you want this done or whatever you want done. Mm-hmm. This is, you don't disregard it. Yes. You know, if I need you to be here a certain time, you need to, you can't make it at that time. You need to call. Yes. What's wrong with that? Or a text. Or saying or you don't want to go. Yeah. When you grown, you don't, I don't understand. This This. This is the problem Come I on, have with something. Come on, break it down. How can you, you're a grown person. Why you act like you can't express yourself to somebody you say you love? Mm. Why you can't sit down and say, you know what? I don't want to do this today. Mm-hmm. And you scared of this person that you married that much that you can't talk. Well, you shouldn't be in that relationship. Yes. Because a relationship is like this. If I don't feel like doing it tonight, mm-hmm. your partner should understand. We can't. I don't want to do it tonight. I don't feel like it. Let's do it tomorrow. You yes. see what I'm saying? Yes. This is what a relationship is. Like you said, it's a compromise. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like doing it, my wife said, oh, no, let's not do it tonight. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yes. We'll do it tomorrow. Yes. But you got these people that, no, I want it done tonight. I got to have it my way. What right. I say go and all this kind of stuff. That's not, you don't want to be in a relationship like that. And that person, they need help. Mm-hmm. Because you don't own anybody and you can't control people like that that person gonna leave you yes and if you you can you don't want to accept that or not but when you rest assured these 10 things we talking about tonight if you keep it up yeah you headed for divorce mm-hmm. because nobody want to be in a relationship like this what we trying to tell you tonight i believe god some people out there sabotage themselves by their own behavior and they think what they're doing is right in their own eyes it's not right what you're doing mm-hmm. when you when you look at these things and you think what you're doing oh if i spy on him and i'm doing this and getting all you done broke trust mm-hmm. you start lying these are all things that that messes up your relationship mm-hmm. and yes so when you disregard what how a person feel or what they 
what they saying to you. You just you just saying, hey, I don't care about you. Yes. I don't care how you feel. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't yeah. respect what you're saying. Mm-hmm. No, that's not marriage. No, it's not. And I just want to say something else on disregard is when sometimes also, too, you could be married mm-hmm. and then you want to... Uh, let's say some let's say some family members or let's just say there's a situation where someone wants you to go and do something um, or go with them somewhere uh, and, and your partner don't want to go. It's not fair to uh, disregard their feelings about it. Yes. It's not okay to say, okay, I done made this commitment that we're both going to be there and then make them go when they don't want to go. Mm-hmm. No. If you made a commitment, then you, you can unmake that commitment. And you can say, you know what? My spouse and you know, you know, not in agreement right now tonight to go. So we're gonna sit this one out, and y'all go ahead and have a good time. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But to sit there and make your spouse do something they don't want to do, you're disregarding them. Mm-hmm. You may not see it as that, but that's what that is. Just because yeah. they don't want to agree with you at the moment to do something you want to do, mm-hmm. you're disregarding them. Yes. Okay. All right. Manipulation. That's oh. a big one. Mm-hmm. Manipulation. Okay. It says. She's read the singles book and is going for the ring. And uh, he's read the code and he's going for the score. No one likes to be used just to satisfy someone else's needs. Manipulating a partner's feelings through your own behavior always guarantees trouble. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of women like that. Mm. They'll cry. They'll, <laughs> they'll, go, they'll say different things. Mm-hmm. And they want to you know, get their way. It's all about them. They probably been doing it all their lives, getting their way. And that's how they was and, doing and, it, right? And now they use it on you. And now they grown and they still doing it. Yes, and that's a bad behavior. Yes, when you trying to manipulate somebody to do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. So I'll cry because I, I want him to feel him you know, get my way. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No, you grown now. You don't have to do that. You're in a loving relationship. Yes, you need to um, just be honest. Whatever mm-hmm. you want. And a lot of time, when you love somebody, they're going to pretty much do all they can to make you happy. Yes. And that's the key. You don't have to manipulate. No. You don't have to lie. You don't have to deceive. No. That's you don't have to do any of none that. None of that. No. Not when you say you love somebody. No. You know, if you love somebody, they're going to do their best for yeah. you. Yeah. You don't have to lie to yep. that person and manipulate them to get them to do what you want to do in the mm-hmm. way you want to do it. God sees that and he knows it. Yes. And what's in the dark, done in the dark, will come to the light if that's what you are doing in your marriage. If you've been doing that, manipulating your husband, manipulating your spouse in any kind of way, God sees and knows all things. Yep. And it's, uh-huh. and it's, um, it's just a bad behavior yeah. that you need to change. Don't forget, we're talking about you, the gatekeeper. That's right. Sab- yes. Self-sabotaging. Yes. In other words, self-destruction. Mm-hmm. That's it. So mm-hmm. that's... These are some things that you can work on and change. Yes. Things don't change overnight, but you can change them. You can Boy. change them. All right. Number, Number 10. 10 is space invasion. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That's a big one. You know what? Okay, Let, look, go ahead. Read it first. <laughs> read it first. Even the closet of lovers need private space. Okay. Mm-hmm. The invasion can be physical in, into, or intellectual. Insisting someone talk when he or she doesn't want to is an invasive behavior. Oh, my God. Leave the probing to the doctors and investigators. The more you give a partner the space he needs, the more he will want to be with you by choice. You hear that, ladies? By choice. When you let that man have their own space, they want to be with you by choice. That's key. That's Ooh, that's it good. Up. You know, some... <laughs> that is good. That is a good nugget right there, ladies. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, this is a good nugget. And I know this to be true because that's how I am with my husband. My husband, I don't bother him on Sundays. I don't. We will come together to do this willingly. Mm-hmm. But on Sundays, because he really only has like one day off a week, and Sundays is it. I don't bother him. Saturday, oh, we're going to have some time together. You know, once he get home from work, because he get home early on Saturday, so we'll watch a movie, have dinner, whatever we're going to do there. But on Sunday, that's his personal space. So whatever he wants to do, whatever he got on his list, whatever he feels though he want to do, that's what he does. Because I need my personal space. 
I need time with the Lord. I need time to, you know, we'll have breakfast in the morning. We will do church. And then after that, he goes on to do what he got to do until we, it's time for us to meet together to do marriage cafe. But my husband has his time even during the week to do things. You know, when he comes home from work, I don't bother him. I make sure he get his dinner and then he goes to bed or whatever he, whatever he needs to do after that. Because he got to get ready for the next morning. But go ahead, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, like you said, space. But a everybody man needs, needs space. space. Everybody. Everybody needs yes, space. Yes, I need mine. He need his. Mm-hmm. Even God. It, you need, sometimes people don't want to say it. You need, <laughs> even need your space from God sometimes. And God probably need his space from you. you know, so, oh, no, God. Don't. You think he, no. But oh, the whole thing is this, though. You know, everybody needs a space and, and places they can go to and calm down and they would say before a man come home, you know, before you go in the house because you want to, everything you went through that day, you mm-hmm. don't want to bring it home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they might, some people may stop at a bar. Some people may stop somewhere before they come home mm-hmm. and, and just so they don't bring that into their home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When yes. you go home, you don't want to be all upset and upset your whole house and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you had to learn those things. Yes. That sometimes you need to just bring it down, get the day off you and then go home with your wife and your children or whatever it may be. You're yes. not coming in angry and negative and all this kind of stuff that you're bringing into your house. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the key tonight, you're the gatekeeper. You're the gatekeeper of your home, your business, your relationships, your, your, mind, your, your mind, spirit, your thoughts. Because you got to be watchful because sometimes we don't even realize what we say or what we do and you just snap at a person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't realize if from all the stuff that you went through that day, you brought it home. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, give 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 uh give your spouse some space. Yes. It'll be all right. Give they your not, spouse They're gonna they want to be it. with you on their own. They don't need you to not give them space. Let them have the space they need. You just heard what we just read, mm-hmm. and that is very true. If you let that man or that woman go off and have their own space to themselves, they're gonna come back to you willingly. They're gonna be like so happy to see you. So. Happy to be with you and talk to you and stuff because they was able to get that space away from you for a little while, just kind of do something different. You don't have to invade or, you know, saturate, every, you know, a person's space, everything. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to be there all the time. You don't have to always be involved in every single thing. You just don't. Wife or not, or not. You or husband or not. You don't have to be doing all of that. You know, you have to let that person have their time to themselves. Anyway. Yeah, I want to go over a few things because it, it was it came to me building okay. a house or a relationship. How much time we had? This would be quick. Oh, yeah. seven right there. Right, you got time. Two minutes. Every every <laughs> wise woman builds her house. Mm-hmm. Every wise woman builds her house. And I wrote down number two through wisdom. Wisdom is in a house building, and by understanding it, it is established. So wisdom, a woman should use wisdom in her home. How to build up her husband? You know. How to build, you know, herself. Yes. So anyway, I, I'm not going to be too long. Titus said this, Titus 2.5, to be discreet, chasing, keeper of her home, good obedience to their own husband, that the word of God be not blasphemy. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean like this? I was talking to you earlier about the strong man. How can the enemy get in to bind the strong man? Because he, he was let in. So you let them in by not being the gatekeeper, yes. the enemy of the gospel, or he's quick, his eyes to spy out the imperfections. Uh, what the enemy does, he sees the imperfections in your in your life, or what you've been through in your life, and he start using it against you. Mm-hmm. So if you're not watching, you don't use some wisdom and some understanding and get yourself, what he said, the key in that, uh, in that uh, scripture was established. Yes. When you start growing in a relationship, you should get established enough to know when the enemy is coming. Or he keep using these same things, those ten things we just went over, mm-hmm. against you. Mm-hmm. And this is what keeps you going backwards instead of forward. Yes. You're self-sabotaging yourself in, the, in these relationships. So what I'm saying tonight, use some wisdom, get some understanding, and then start to get yourself established where you have confidence. You're not insecure anymore. You you know how to stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. And, right. and the enemy is not is not going to come in. So self-sabotaging behavior, four things. I'm going to give you these real quick. One, uh, effective way to tackle self-sabotaging. One, be your own gatekeeper. 
be watchful yes. what you let into your home and into your That's thoughts. That's your eye gate, your ear gate, your spirit gate. Yes. And your action gate. Two. This is what a lot of people don't do. Mm -hmm. Examine your thoughts, mm -hmm. your thought process, yes. what you let in here. Yes. You know, when people We're talking thinking, negative and, and you don't always have to take on what a person is telling you. So you, you examine yourself. Yes. Examine your thoughts. Yes. You start changing them. Number three, understanding the reason why you self-sabotage and let it go. Mm -hmm. What it is. Find out. Take time to talk about it. Be like, you know, the night probably was a breakthrough night. Mm -hmm. Start looking at the root cause of why you keep going backwards or you keep a savage out on your stuff. Some people don't feel as though they deserve it. Mm -hmm. They don't. Yeah, but some people you be around, they don't want to be happy. They feel mm -hmm. as though they don't deserve to be successful or happy. Yes. No, you're supposed to be happy. Yes. You, you, God wants you to be successful. Yes. So examine, number four, examine your behaviors. How many times you have you ever thought, you ever thought about, yeah, man, I need to change this. Mm -hmm. Why am I keep doing this, going around the same mountain, mm -hmm. doing the same thing? Mm -hmm. So I need to examine my behavior. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read this last thing here. I'm going to close with this. The enemy will never know how to attack you. Strategic, what I say? Strategic. Strategically. Str strategically. <laughs> unless you give his is give him permission yes. with your own confession. That's right. Strategically, he yeah. will not. Yes, he don't know unless you you give him permission yep. through to your you. confession. Yes, how and you what speak. it is is what this: how say. we speak. Yes. yes, and I couldn't get that word out to say my own. <laughs> but anyway, it's um you give him permission. Yes, and what it is, like you said, some people they you keep. Why you keep going around the same mountain? It's it's through your confession. Why you haven't got your broke your breakthrough? It's through your confession because you you giving it and you taking it back. Yeah. You can't be negative. You got to be going forward. Yeah. Your words you stay have power. Positive. So if you're yes. speaking negative over yourself, that's what it's, it's going to be. be. You're negative. not sure. You you you're insecure. Mm -hmm. All these things we talked about. When you allow all those, you allow all those things in. When you speak negative over yourself, so start speaking positive. You can do it. Be confident. Yes, and then be when strong. somebody asks you something in a certain situation, you know how to handle yes, it. Just right. be positive about it. Yes, you know, accept, you know, and and start looking at yourself. Like I said, you're the gatekeeper of your thoughts and whatever comes in your house and in your mind, and start taking the possible to take those thoughts into captivities. So you see yourself negative or you don't want to change. Throw that to the ground. Yes, and start putting some and positive. positive. I can do it. Yes. I can do all things through yes. Christ who strengthens Yes, me. and if you don't know how to do it on your own, there's some positive things you can go and do on YouTube yes. where people will give you positive affirmations. You can speak the word of God over yourself. You know, there's things that you could do to help you pour in positivity into your spirit so that you can, you know, weed out all the negative stuff. So. Yep. All so right, we close. We're done. We're done. All right. I think that was a good conversation. Yes. And I and hopefully you guys will take this and re you know go back and and, li and listen to it again and listen to each one of the ten that we put out there so that you could begin to know how to fix those things in your life. But yes. thank y'all so much for joining us for the Marriage Cafe. We are so grateful that you guys show up. We're grateful when you're here. Um, you can get us on um, Spotify. You can get us on Amazon Music. You can get us on um, Google um, now and all of those things. All you all you have to do is go to your um, device, whatever device you're using at home, and tell Alexa to play The Marriage Cafe. Uh, and she's about to do it, so let me, <laughs> let me make sure she's turned down because she's trying to do that. Tell her to play The Marriage Cafe, and she will. And uh, or Google Home, they 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 also play it for you as well, and you can get all our podcasts from there. Okay, yes. so thank y'all again so much. We just truly, like I said, enjoy bringing Marriage Cafe to you. So we gonna pray. Yes. All right. Dear Lord, we touch and agree tonight. And yes. We just pray for each and every listener. Yes. And, um, Lord, we just thank you. Thank for you, your Father. goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Yes. Thank you for being in our lives, thank Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Let us all thank you for the word tonight, most yes. of all. And um, just let us uh, be pleasing in your sight, Father. Yes. And Lord, we thank you again. Let us all have a blessed, safe, awesome week. Okay. In Jesus' name Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 I financial blessings over you yes. this week. We speak um, love, joy, peace, confidence. 
okay? Yes. And get some confident informations in your life, okay? Anyway, we love y'all again. We'll see you guys on next Sunday right here at 6 before the holiday. Yes. So we'll see you guys next Sunday, okay? Be on time so y'all don't miss and anything. We'll be on time. Okay? Hallelujah. We love y'all. Love y'all. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>